everybody, this is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. Hi, Karen. How's it going? It seems like we've seen each other a lot lately. We have, but that's okay. It is. And I would like to make mention, at the last episode, I talked about where are we going to eat before Native Gardens. Yes. And I ate at your house. You did eat at my house. Um, Chef Husband was very good, and it was a delicious meal. And I really like this restaurant. <laughs> Parking was great. There yeah. was also some side entertainment sure. from, you know, little people. It was great. No waiting. No waiting. Good point. Um, yes. Yeah. Decent conversation. We were a little rushed at the end. We were a little rushed at the end. Um, I will say the dessert was great as well, provided by Karen. <laughs> this was a bring-your-own-dessert restaurant instead of wine. My the- kids are like amazed that you can buy waffle bowls. Like, it's just never something we've yes. had in our house, so now it's a thing. I think it's genius. I um, I like ice cream in cones. I don't like ice cream in bowls. Okay. And so um, the waffle bowl is a good medium. It is. The only tricky part is like, do you put it on something? Well, yeah, you put it in a bowl. Well, so you put a bowl in a bowl? Yes. Okay. Because it's the waffle is not just a holding utensil. It is like a holding device. Yeah. You then eat it. Right. It's not like a banana. You're right. Okay. Okay. So, I'm yes. so sorry, Carrie. No. <laughs> I would also like to mention that I'm going to sit very properly in my seat because apparently every time we record an episode in person, I have like spasms and <laughs> keep kicking the table. You're animated. It's I guess fine. so. Which is why I do so much better when we record where I'm in my car and you're somewhere because I'm like <laughs> contained and there's like a seat belt. So. Not yes. driving, just sitting. Yes, thing. exactly. People walk by and you're like, what? It's normal to talk to yourself in your car. Stop looking at me. Yes. Uh, and you know what? We went to Native Gardens on Saturday and I realized we didn't even like do the picture of the playbill with it. No. And it was such a lovely set. It was a beautiful set. And so we should just launch into the play. Yes. So Native Gardens is by Karen Zacharias and it um, it came out in the teens. So the 20 teens, maybe 2018, I want to say I read in the playbill. 2016. 2016. Okay. And so the references within the uh, play as well to give you a, a point of time sure. because there is a specific response, uh, reference to uh, President Obama as well too. And so you know that it's set in modern day times. Um, it is the story of neighbors. There are two couples differing in age and background and it is set in uh, Washington DC. Mm-hmm. and. Um, one couple moves into the house and they are the neighbors. The neighbors are um, a couple who have lived in the neighborhood for a long time. Um, gardens are a big theme <laughs> of the play and uh, is the main point of conflict as well too between uh, the neighbors. And what starts out as, oh, this is gonna be a great relationship quickly um, falls apart mm-hmm. and time moves quickly in the play as well too it's set in a span of like seven days I would say yeah yeah um, so everything is very fast-paced and it's kind of nice because I love when um, plays have like time markers 
Yeah. And there aren't, I also like when there aren't uh, big jumps as well too, because then you kind of have to regroup as well too. So this was great. It was very like efficient. Yeah. I also was like, wow, a lot is happening in one week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the other part of it is that the play was 90 minutes long and no intermission. Yeah. So that keeps it fast paced as well too. It's a relatively small cast. You have the four main actors and actresses, and then you have a few other roles where uh, people double up. What's, what's the word? Swings. Is that the correct word? I don't know. They're non-speaking, basically, yeah. like, I, I want to say extras, but that might not be the right word either. Right. Yeah. Ensemble. 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 Thank you. Yes. So they, they filter in and out, but they're not... Um, lead characters I guess it, yes. it was focused around the four the two couples yeah and so um, Karen Zacharias is I'm saying Zacharias but it could be Zacharias which apologies if it is I'm just going by how I think it is pronounced Zacharias uh, probably has this stacked resume um, She's the playwright in residence at Arena Stage in Washington, D.C., and has taught playwriting at Georgetown. Um, moving on, um, she's fluent in English and Spanish and highly proficient in Danish and French. What? Yes. She's a BA in distinction from Stanford. Okay. And a master's in creative writing from Boston University. She was born in Mexico and now lives in Washington, D.C. with her husband and three children. And so um, that theme of... Um, Living in D.C. comes through a lot. The idea of being Latina comes through a lot mm -hmm. as well, too. Um, I feel like we can't say more about the play without like giving away a lot. So yeah. I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much. Because, yeah. I mean, it does... Um, the story unfolds in front of your eyes. And you see Correct. the characters' relationships with um, their spouse and with one another as neighbors kind of evolve. Right. And it changes... Almost minute to minute in, in some parts of the play. I think what also helps with why I don't feel bad about not giving more detail is because you've got a new set of neighbors, and so everybody's learning who they are. Oh, yeah. And so you Good as point. an audience are learning who they are. It's not like you have you should come in with any uh, pre-knowledge. Like It's not like you're watching a family that all have known each other for 20 years, and then you're right. inserting yourself in. Right. You're, you could be another neighbor. Right, right. And there are tense moments. There are funny moments. Um, I will say I left thinking that I should be thinking harder about... Not, they're not undertones, but there are um, like other conversations to be had that are not necessarily the central driver of the argument, yeah. but are definitely factors into the argument. Absolutely. There were parts I felt flat out uncomfortable. Yeah. Like... And, and I'm sure that was the point because there were bits where I was, I felt uncomfortable and I felt uncomfortable watching it with other people. Yes. And I'm like, do I laugh? Do I not laugh? Like to me, that was funny, but I don't know if it's appropriate. Right. Well, and I will say our, the house was probably like half full the night we went. Yes. And a lot of the patrons, a lot of the audience was older. Yes. And I think... Um, I mean, maybe they sided more with one of the couples than the other. And yeah. so, like you said, some moments you're like, ooh, this is a little awkward. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, there were a couple ladies in front of us who got into it. Yes. Because there was a lot of, like, laugh out loud bits for them. Yes. 
And so that made me feel a little better <laughs> at times. Well, and I did hear a gentleman behind us be like, oh yeah, blame it on the man or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Yeah. I, I do want to call out, though, the scenic designer, Nick Amundsen. <gasps> oh the, my god! The set was amazing. They had like two homes and they would go in and out of these houses. So they weren't just like flat like you could see inside their kitchen you could see inside the dining they room. were like it was like two sets yes it was beautiful and then they had the garden which has got to smell terrible for as much stuff that got dumped in it sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um but they had this huge tree like it's, the oak tree i don't want to say it's the centerpiece because it's off to the side yeah. but it's like one of the main focal points correct and it looks like an oak tree so it was funny because it looked i kept wondering i'm like how did they get this this is the thoughts that go through on there i'm like did they build it how do you build it how does right? this work so i still don't know if you like go to like like www.props.com and find <laughs> a giant oak tree because it was staged to ceiling yes. and um, I thought at points where there's a rope swing attached to it, at points I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, is the rope swing going to hold with the tree? Then I'm like, duh, Karen, it's not attached to the tree. It's like attached to, you know, the gantry above the stage. Why did you surround that I'm me? so sorry. As I'm watching your face. <laughs> I really was like, oh my god, are you serious? And I'm trying to look at my brain. If you could have seen the expression fade on her face. You know Santa Claus isn't real, right? Stop, we have children listeners, maybe. (laughs) No. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. So that was, it was incredible. The other thing I would like to point out with the set is that the set gets torn into so after every performance, they have to rebuild that set. That is true. And uh, there were like scenes where like plants got ripped out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody's gonna have to actually go through and like put each plant back in its place. Yeah. And uh, it's funny the things you think of because it wasn't like big stage movements. I feel are sometimes easier, like move a desk on, move sure. a desk off, sure. etc. But with this, I was like. This is oddly specific, yeah. And somebody's gonna have to go back because it's a play, and everybody needs to know their mark. So you, it's not like you can just put it wherever, right? You know, so it has to be strategically placed back where it needs to be. I so. thought of that too, because yeah. you know they would go to grab something. Like, what if they don't grab the one that is no, right? Yeah, has been pre loosened or whatever. Yeah. So uh, the stage was just. Uh, was lovely it really was lovely it had a lot of depth is the word literally it had depth because like Ashley said um, we have you know like two layers you mm-hmm. had the garden but then you had you could see into the house etc etc mm-hmm. so yeah. um, I, I don't know why I refer to you in the third person it's fine okay I am your third person I'm yeah not, whatever it's fine um, <laughs> the other so there was one cast member that really stood out to me um, uh, Tanya was played by Gabriela Fuentes and she I thought did a really s- superb job um, she is making her Playhouse debut but she was the pregnant Latina woman mm-hmm. and she had so much passion and she was funny and she was like really charismatic but I also really really loved the outfits that she wore yes 
Um, so costume designer was Jessica Van Essen on this one, but I just was so floored at how she always looked so cute and put together. I, it was that typical, like, oh, cute pregnant lady, I hate right? you. <laughs> um, and I've never even had children. <laughs> um, but it was just, it was very, um, so a couple of things that I took from what she was wearing is I felt like her outfits were true to who she was. Yeah. And I think that speaks well for the costume design team because I don't know what came in the play notes sure. on how to dress her, but I just felt like, oh yeah, this is true to who she is and who her character is. And also, I don't know how much of input was given by the actress herself. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it it just seemed to me that it like fit, mm -hmm. and even like with all their costuming, it seemed like, oh yeah, I would totally see that person on the street yep. wearing yep. that. It is appropriate to the character. Yes. Um, like um, Ginny, Virginia, yeah. with her like caprice. And I'm like so spoiled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this the costuming definitely sold the character. Yeah. And you, you have to remember we're looking at a week, so you were not expecting to see them in the same outfit every day. That is very true. Which, after they changed a couple times, I'm like, oh yeah, we're living a week of their yes. lives. It's yeah. fine. You don't wear the same outfit every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was... It, I, I enjoyed the costuming as well. What else you got on this one, Karen, or is that about it? I think that's about it. It was, um, I feel like we're not doing the story justice, but the reason why is because you need to go see it because we can't, we can't give it away. Um, not that there's a major twist or anything like that, but it's, this is definitely a dialogue performance. It's about relationships between people, dialogues and values. And so you have to go see it, and I recommend you go see it. Mm -hmm. It's playing now until um, June 18th at the Des Moines Playhouse. Yes. So you can get your tickets at either at the box office or online. They have yes. them both there. Yeah. Um, we, so we, got, we give you two episodes in two weeks, which is not our normal cadence, and we don't have another show until the end of June. So we are going to take a little break, um, and we'll be back with you at the end of June when we see Ain't Too Proud. And at that time, maybe to Karen, I'll tell you about Dear Evan Hansen, which I am seeing tomorrow. I entered tickets. I entered to win tickets for a couple of performances. That's oh, at the lottery? Point. Yeah. I need to check and see what happened. I didn't get an email. Hmm. I wasn't paying attention. Um, so that's an issue. But Usually what... they're the Friday before is when they let you know if you won. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I didn't <laughs> if it Was it through Lucky Seat? It was through Lucky Seat. Yeah, usually it's the Friday oh, okay. before. Oops. Um, and so I need to check. Well, I entered for like a whole mess of that. Are they all on the Friday? Before? I don't know. You take a look. Okay, sounds good. You take a look. But we may break our um, hiatus if we go see The Little Mermaid. Okay. Okay. So you know what? I asked the kids if they want to see it on, for, on Sunday, and they were like, and no. nobody was really oh. into it. But Saturday we had like four hundred things, so I, I don't blame them. I agree yeah. because I would have gone; it would have been nap time. My littlest was open to it. My oldest, like, I just want to do nothing. I I don't blame them. Also, again, two hours fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't care. They would watch TV all day if you let them. Which. There's now a filter on Instagram. I'm doing it again. I'm just going off the rails. Where you can film yourself like Ariel, like jumping above and below the water. Okay. Um, and so people are coming up with little parodies of the Little Mermaid. And there's a young lady who I think is in Singapore. 
who did a little parody that is hilarious to me. Okay. And I will uh, you send should it to you in the text. Or post it. Yes. That I is. also need to post, I think I sent to you, um, there's a musical called Shucked, which I assume is oh, about, it's about corn. Oh, it's about corn. And there is a performer, Alex Newell, who used to be on Glee Project and Glee. Okay. Anyway, that's how I know them. But there is a number, and I sent it to you. It's called um, Independently Owned. And they sang it on The Voice recently, too. But it is a powerhouse number. Like, it is so good. I keep watching it and re-watching it and listening to it. I have to... I'll post it online, too. Talking about musicals, this is a side note, but there is a musical coming it was on the west end and now it's moved to broadway and they're going to use pre-recorded music and so there's a big issue now with where they can have the musical because of union rules okay and so the musical is about amelda marcos and the music is by david bowie and fat boy splim so which i can see why it would be pre-recorded but um, in the comments of the post that I saw, everybody was saying was, well, then just have it in a location that is in union yeah. um, sort of a deal. But I feel like that's a slippery slope yeah. on there. Also, I need to share with you on Instagram, this um, guy, I think in California or someplace, takes um, musicians, like modern day current pop musicians, and takes like a song of theirs and turns it into like a musical with like a made up, um, part of the story that it would belong to. So he's done with one about Britney Spears. Okay. And it's Oops, I Did It Again. Mm-hmm. But the story is that it's Britney's met this man who's really not who he says he is. Okay, she's and being then kind of, a little, Yeah, not but to that extreme, but essentially that like he pretends he's a good guy, but he's not. And then his song is Oops, I Did It Again. And if you sing it that way, like if you sing it as like, see it as like a baddie singing it, it is hilarious. It is okay. so good, but it's been turned into typical, stereotypical Broadway. And he has a whole series where he's done with, with Taylor, like for Taylor Swift and all sorts of stuff. It's so spot on because you know how Broadway has that sound. And so it's really, really good. I will post that as well too. Is okay, it, Is it Randy Rainbow? I don't know. I feel like he used to do a lot of those. Okay. But, oh, I guess maybe maybe he hasn't done it. No. Sorry. He does American the, a Comedian and best known for spoofs that bland political satire. Okay. And, and musical parodies. It might be him. Um, we'll have to see. Gabe Gibbs? Oh, okay. No. So, yeah, I've tagged it as well, too. And okay. so um, I, I will put that in the comments. Cool. I can't wait to see it. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for talking about this. And I don't think I've kicked or, like, slammed my hand on anything. There has been one table bump, and it was me. So I apologize, everyone. (laughs) I'll talk to you later, Karen. Bye. Hi there. Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask you to subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you're listening. Rate us and review us, and that helps other listeners find us and also lets us know what it is you like about our podcast. Find us on Facebook at Demusicals or email us at desmusicals at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the shows that we've reviewed or recommend a show for us to watch, and we'd be happy um, to take your input. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Bye.